You're listening to Irish Radio Canada at Home and Abroad and you heard there earlier on how uh, the Irish lacrosse team uh, gave up their spot at the World uh, Games that are coming up in uh, in Louisiana in uh, 2022. And uh, that was to allow for the Iroquois to be able to participate because under rules uh, that are uh, somewhat archaic, uh, it did not allow the Iroquois to uh, play as was under their own flag. And Rex Lyons is here with me. And Rex is a former lacrosse player and he's the son of uh, Nonadaga Faith Healer Owen Lyons. And to, as Rex says, it's more than a game to us, it's an identity. Rex, thanks a million for coming along, first of all. And uh, lacrosse and the Iroquois, it's a very much a traditional sp- game that goes way, way back. Yes, uh, thank you for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. And uh, yeah, it's part of, it goes, it, you know, it goes back to our creation story. You know, we talk about the sky world and how it was a gift from the creator. So it's a very, it's got very uh, uh, spiritual ori- origins and um uh, we have it uh, as part of our medicine game, so it's ceremonial as well as 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 a game, just to keep our uh, keep our athletes fit, you know, and our spiritual fitness kind of go hand in hand. So then, as very much a part of culture, this would be something that uh, as kids start out playing around in the fields, they're introduced to it from a very young age. Yeah, well, to give you a little more context, when you're a male and you're born, uh, the Haudenosaunee is um, what we call ourselves, and, and that means people of the longhouse. And uh, we're, we're made up of six different nations, which is the uh, the Senecas, the Cayugas, Onondagas, Oneidas, Mohawks, and the Tuscarora. And that makes up the Iroquois Confederacy. That's what the French called us and the English called us Six Nations. But our real name is uh, the Haudenosaunee. And... Uh, when you're a male and you're born in our society, you're one of three things. You're a speaker, which means you speak the language and you carry on some of the, uh, you can carry on, carry out the, uh, ceremonies. Or you're a, spe- a seeker, uh, a singer of the songs, which means you sing the songs for the ceremonies. Or you're a lacrosse player. So that's how fundamental it is to our, uh, to our, our culture and how, how much of uh, part of our tapestry it is. Um, we even have these little crib sticks. They're little sh- small wooden sticks that you get, and they're called cradle sticks. So when you before you can walk, you have a stick in your hand. And uh, it's kind of a uh, – it goes hand in hand with being a man. So it must have been very precious and important then that when the Irish team decided that they would withdraw in order to enable – the Iroquois to participate in the World Championships, it was very, must have been very meaningful. Well, it was because they really embodied the spirit of the game, you know, uh, as a part of our, our, you know, our mandate is peace and friendship. You know, one, one of our, our, our seal has the tree of peace as our seal with the clans going around it and our uh, 50 chiefs that are hand in hand. So uh, it's fundamental that peace and friendship uh, are part of our mandate and, and what we, we try to uh, express and extend. So we were really uh, caught, we, we were caught pretty flat-footed uh, by such a, an authentic and, and genuine uh, selfless 
act that they did. I mean, it was really extraordinary, especially in, in the times that we live in now. It's very rare that anyone does anything uh, for the right reasons. There's always this, you know, selfish, you know, position that people seem to be more uh, in touch with, you know, rather than, you know, the, the what's right or, or the common good. So it was really, it was, it, it was something that brought us closer to Ireland for sure, where we've, we've uh, always had a, a, a connection with the Irish. It goes back a, a long ways with, uh, you know, not only the Haudenosaunee, but as you know, uh, uh, the, the Navajos and what, what Ireland did for the Navajos and, and the COVID uh, virus and the Choctaws way back during the potato famine. So there's been this relationship, and even beyond that, Early on, when, when the Irish were, were migrating over to the States, uh, you know, we had a lot of iron workers, and there was a lot of Irish iron workers. So we were working together for a long time and knew each other, for, you know, in, in, in uh, that kind of context. So, Rex, you mentioned that lacrosse as part of an integral part for the six nations that make up the Iroquois. Going across the whole nation, uh, the First Nations in Canada and the tribes in the U.S., is lacrosse an integral part of the First Nations nationally? Or is it, was it something well, that was... Well, there are different versions of the game. There are this two-stick game, you know, that are played by the Ojibwe, uh, the Cherokees play a version of it. You know, there's different versions of it. There's a smaller net, a smaller ball, two sticks, uh, different rules. But they're basically the same principle in its origins of being uh, spiritually connected uh, to to uh, our beliefs and our and our ceremonies. But uh, the game that is played now is directly is, is directly specific to the Haudenosaunee. That was our game. That that came right from from Six Nations for the Haudenosaunee. You know, and and. Um, when the uh, Jesuit missionaries were first coming in contact with us, the the, the term lacrosse was given us given 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 the uh, the game by the, by the the Jesuits because they, it reminded them of the crozier, the stick, and that's how it, lacrosse got its name. But we call it dihun uh, chikwae, which means they bump hips. That's what they, that's what we call it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so then, while you say it's very much there are different rules with different nations across the country, do you guys play any of the other nations? Are there any international teams, like uh, games? As far as the other games are concerned? No, as far as, as, far as how, how the rules may have been somewhat um, universalized, so uh, that you may be playing against the Navajo or the Choctaw in uh, on common rules, are there any such games? No, no, they're pretty specific to the uh, to the territories and the nations that play them. You right, know, because uh, like I said, you know that's kind of the way it's designed. Uh, since we're kind of an east coast east coast nation nations, uh, we were exposed uh, the lacrosse to to our European brothers that came across the water pretty early on, and it was a huge statement. Uh, on our society, having a team sport of this size, I mean, they they were, they were pretty impressed because that was not a common thing back in those days. Right. So you guys must be, yeah, you guys must be really proud then that it's your lacrosse is what is migrating back across the Atlantic and and is now the one that is the subject of a world games. Well, we we often say it's our gift to the world. 
because we know how important it is to us, and it's medicine and in the uh, medicinal powers and its origins, no matter if you're indigenous or not, you're, you're going to experience that. You can talk to any lacrosse player, and there's something that happens to somebody who picks up the lacrosse stick. They almost become consumed with the game. You know, there's almost an obsession because because of its uh, spiritual origins. That's what makes it so powerful and so so unique when it comes to – there's no other sport like it. And you can talk to any lacrosse player. It doesn't really have the instruction that I have, but they experience this powerful, you know, connection to it. So you mentioned that when a young boy is uh, born that he does one of three things. Um, he's either – the speaker, the singer, or the lacrosse player. On the ladies' side, then, how does that impact, or what is the situation now? Good question. It was very uh, sensitive, because uh, when we first formed the international uh, team, now this is a medicine game, and I have to give you a little, little bit of context here. We play with wooden sticks early on. It was There was a whole process to this, being ceremonial. When our stick makers go into the woods, and start looking for trees to harvest to make the stick. Because this, we say, it's the creator's game. We play the game for his enjoyment. And it creates medicine whenever the society and the whole nation, the community gets together and plays the game. It makes good medicine. But, however, women have their own medicine. They're life givers. So their medicine is stronger than the lacrosse medicine, so they're not allowed to play the game in our society. So there was a little bit of... Uh, discord and, and there were, nobody was really in agreement whether or not it, should be, it would be okay to, for the women to play. Now this, having said that, this is back when the women were still using the wooden stick. Now this is very important because something that's very, uh, I think, uh, um, specific to us or most indigenous people is that we're, we're very connected to the natural world. So as I said, when the stick maker goes out into the, into the, the forest to look for uh, sticks, there's a certain tree he's looking for that has certain characteristics that lend itself to making a good stick. And there's a relationship. There's a process that starts right from there. He's not just clear-cutting for, 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 you know, independent gain. This is something that's done in concert with the whole idea that he's part of this process. And as he's looking for the tree, he's also planting hickory nuts. And then he makes a Thanksgiving when he decides on the tree, gives thanks for the the tree that's going to give its life so he can make these sticks so that we can play the creator's game, knowing that we can't do it without nature. Nature is fundamental. And this is how important this is, the net stick. I'll tell you how the stick is connected. The hickory tree represents everything that grows. Yeah, all the flora, everything that comes out of earth that is represented in that stick. And the netting, the webbing back, back in when it was first being uh, played, was made from the sinew of the deer. Now, the deer is the leader of the animals because he's on every continent. So now you have the animal world that's in, you know, represented in the stick. And the actual net, if you look at the way that it's woven, there's little interlocking hoops. And that represents the, the clans, the families of the nation. And the ball is the medicine. So now you have this example of, of all of these things coming together in unison, in concert, to play this spiritual game. And everything's represented in it. And that's pretty powerful. I don't know too many uh, places where you can see that, you know, captured in, 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 in so specifically and, and so completely. 
So going back to the ladies then, and and uh, coming to a resolution and how how you got over that. Well, so we had a team, you know, because they wanted to play, of course, because you know the, the girls were playing it in all the universities. Right. And here it is, our game, and we weren't letting our women play. So it was a little bit of a controversy. Now, the clan mothers were the leaders. They're the title. They, they choose the, the chiefs, you know. So we have a matrilineal society. So they have a strong role in our culture and in our, in, our, in our process. And when they found out, that, you know, that, they, that the girls were playing, and they'd been playing for a couple of years, the clan mothers said, well, you should probably talk to them. We're not sure if this is good or bad. So they did, and they said, we don't know. You, you playing the game is 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 doing anything negative to the, med, the the medicine or not? We can't be sure, but to be certain, maybe you shouldn't play the game. So that was kind of where, and, and all the girls just agreed because they felt kind of bad, like they were kind of, you know, put in a tough tough position there. But now, as the game has evolved, they don't use wooden sticks, so it kind of takes that off the table. You know, that spiritual connection. And they don't play the uh, the uh, medicine game. Never have. But okay. they, are part of the, they are part of the lacrosse society, which means they pick the singers, they pick the uh, speaker for the, for the uh, medicine game. They pick the place and the time. They're very, you know, fundamental in the whole process. They're always part of. Everybody has their purpose. And as a um, recognition of the power between the two countries, uh, I noticed that, um, is it um, Cheyenne Lazor um, uh, that designed the beautiful dress, the beautiful skirt that uh, uh, is there to represent the two cultures? Yeah. Well, there was a lot of that that went on. If you saw early on, too, that we also, we, uh, we, we made a baseball hat that was, we took the Irish colors with our logo on it, you know, the Iroquois National in the Irish colors. And right. that went over really well, you know, and, it's, and it's, it is to recognize and honor the sacrifice that uh, Team Ireland did for us. With that, that stuff has a, a very deep meaning to us when somebody does that, and it really brought us together to where, you know, we, it, as you know, we were, we were scheduled to be in Limerick this past summer, but because of the virus, and it's been put off to next summer, and it's still up in the air whether or not it'll happen. But we've been talking. Uh, we talk uh, with Team Iron uh, quite regularly about how can we help each other, you know, kind of, um, always fundraising is always a big, big uh, challenge, especially when you're playing international competition. It costs a lot of money to travel, costs a lot of money to field the team, all the logistics that it entails. But um, we've been talking very closely. And what we want to do when we come to Limerick to kind of really express our gratitude and appreciation is bring a couple of our youth teams either come early or stay late, we're not sure which, and have a real uh, cultural exchange and become much more familiar with one another on a, a much more personal level. And, 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 and I think uh, everybody's very excited. We're even reaching out to the Choctaws so they can bring their two-stick version of the, of the game over too. You know, just to have it, you know, uh, a, a very uh, meaningful celebration. And of course, they when you get to sit around and you share music and culture, it's amazing how much is in, is in common, even at a deep music level. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, the Irish. I mean, they, they have clans too, right? <laughs> <laughs> Indeed, they will. Right. 
We're going to wrap it up there, and I really want to thank you for taking the time. And it has been fascinating learning about the history of the game. And uh, I'm certainly very proud to be from a country that was able to participate and make such a generous gesture where it really matters. I appreciate that. And, and believe me, uh, please, uh, every, anyone that's listening, you know, this is a heartfelt uh, uh, gratitude and, and uh, uh, you know, appreciation being extended to, to everyone in, in Ireland and looking forward to coming over and, and, and expressing that in person.